This Torah class is brought to you by TorahAnytime.com. Yeah, we are we are a few weeks before Pesach, and whenever we get to Pesach, it's really pretty much like Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur. If we prepare properly for Pesach, then we'll have a real Pesach. If we don't put time in beforehand, so it'll be just about eating some matzah and some charoset and making yourself a, a pizza, matzah pizza and whatever else, and then, and then the chag will go. There's so much more to it. There's so much more to it. And I want to focus on one very important point. And with that very important point, we should remember it when we get to Lila Seder and focus the whole Chag. Matzah. Why do we eat matzah? Why do we eat matzah? So, in the Haggadah, it says that we eat matzah, Shiloh, he speak bitzakam, lehachmitz, that the, that the, uh, that, that the, the leaven didn't have a chance to rise, and we have to hurry up. Okay? But it's also written that it's called Nahama de Mehemnuta. It's called it's called food that brings emuna. How is matzah food that brings emuna? So I want to tell you a thought of one of the great Geonim. His name was Rav Yitzchak Isaac Chaver. Who was Rav Yitzchak Isaac Chaver? He was a student of the student of the Gaon Mevilna. So it's called Peshlishi from the Gaon. It's called the third mouth from the Gaon Mevilna. It's a big Nikubal. As a matter of fact, I remember, how many of you know, you guys know David Sachs over here from uh, the, this area? David Sachs is a wonderful uh, Jew, learns a lot of Torah, teaches a lot of Torah. And he, he has a lot of connection with the Hollywood people. And when, in, when we were living in Westwood, we used to learn the works of Yitzchak Isaac Chaver together. And he would teach it to a lot of the people, the Jewish industry that's going on in Hollywood, and they would like, they'd be walking around with all the story of it's like guys that cover. It's like, so it really got around. It really got around. But he, he, he really gives you a perspective of Pesach that is fundamental. He has an introduction to his Agada called the, the Yad Mitzrayim. It's a must. It's a must for anybody who really wants to understand what's going on in Pesach. But I'll give you one of his, one of his uh, insights, and he says the following. Ritzchak Isaac Chaver explains that the, the Pesach is really a time where there's a difference between the creation of Am Yisrael and what was going on beforehand. See, what was going on beforehand, Hashem made a test trial. From Adam Arishon, Hashem said that we are going to, we are going to see if man on his own could reach the heights and the tikkun that he's supposed to. And Adam Arishon sinned. So scratch that plan. <laughs> Next. Take two. Take two was Avram Avinu. And that there was no, there was no mess Hashem knew everything. Those are things beyond us. But Avram Avinu had a mission of creating Am Yisrael that was going to eventually become the 
flagship of the world of the Tikkun Olam. In order to do that, the difference between Am Yisrael and everybody else is that we are above nature. We don't live on the same wavelengths as the as the Umota Olam. We are above Mazal. When people ask me, are you allowed to go to a psychic to tell you the future? So I tell them, no, not because what they're saying is not true. It could be that a psychic has some type of psychic powers that they could tell you. A lot of them are scammers. We are speaking about scammers beforehand. But a lot of them do have some psychic powers. I remember I was once very frustrated that there was one rabbi that, that came and he was like, no, he came. We, people were going to him and he was telling them things. It was spot on. Only he couldn't know. And I was like, I was so upset at it. I was, I was on my way to the airport. I had to, I had to go to a Lavaya in San Francisco. And I'm walking in the airport and I see somebody else passing by. He had a white baseball hat. He was like being very quiet and conspicuous. He was carrying a Gemara Masifta. So I look closely and say, hey, it's Rabbi Mansour. Say, hey, Rabbi Mansour. He says, oh, Rabbi Lemur, how are you doing? So I say, Rabbi, this bothers me. He didn't want to wear, you know, he wanted to be quiet going around with me. I said, Rabbi, you know, this really bothers me. Why is it that? Is yeah, yeah. No, a white hat, just so like he's not noticeable. He didn't want to, he didn't want to like attract any attention. So, so I tell him, Rabbi, I said, why is it that, that like that all these people, they know so many things. Doesn't it bother you? He says, Rabbi, that doesn't bother me at all. What's the different than that psychic uh, uh, fortune teller and the Muslim shuk? They also know stuff. He's right. A lot of them do know stuff. And there's a whole industry. But we don't go to them because even if they tell us ABC is going to happen, we are above mazal. When did this creation above mazal, we, this above mazal happen that we could change our destiny when we do mitzvot umasim tovim, it happened that the creation of Am Yisrael from Avram Avinu till Yitziat Mitzrayim. See, why is it that Sarah, Rivka, and, and, and Rachel were barren? Barren means they didn't even have a womb. They didn't even have a womb. The answer is because since they were the building block of Klau Yisrael, the actual birth of Yitzchak, the actual birth of Yaakov, the actual birth of Yosef and Binyamin were above nature, were miracles in itself. So we are predicated on being above nature. We are in essence a nation that is above nature. And nature can't control us. It's very important to understand this. And that's what happened by Yitzhiyat Mitzrayim. Says Rabbi Tzachak that's why we eat matzah. Because matzah symbolizes the, the subjugation of the Yitzhahara and the subjugation of our, 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 our bodily needs. Because says Rabbi matzah doesn't fill you. It doesn't satiate you. It puts a hole in your stomach. You eat matzah. It's like you have to eat a lot of matzah. You ever notice the matzah with a lot of stuff? It's not like bread that satiates you. Matzah keeps a rock in your stomach. For seven days, minimize your, 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 involvement with Olam Hazin. Be on a higher spiritual level. Because for seven days, when you're going to be on a higher spiritual focus on Emunah for seven days, 
that's going to give you the energy for the rest of the year. I want to tell you something that if you decide on this Pesach that I'm going to focus on emuna, emuna, emuna. I'm going to focus on seeing Hashem in every part of my life. Hashem will open up doors for you. There's one caveat. There's one trick. In order to remember, you know, a lot of things happen. You know, you guys are young. I'm the younger. I was also young one time. That's now I'm starting to say that. It means like bad shape. I'm starting to say that now. Yeah. But you still have an opportunity to buy yourself a notebook. If you don't buy yourself a notebook, make yourself something in your phone called notes or something like that. And ask Gabe, he'll teach you where it is on the computer, how to do it. And you write a document for yourself. Every time something happens to you, that you know that Hashem is holding your hand, write it down. Because if not, you're going to forget it. And then after years, you look back, you say, wow, all of this has happened? Hashem is really holding my hand. I'll give you an example that happened in the year 2015 with me. I enjoy on my spare time working on different writings of the Chachamim that were in Morocco that they never had the opportunity and chance to publish their works. I enjoy assisting putting them out. There's people that work on it and I, and I, and I, and I try to put them out. So one separate, it's on the shelf over there called the Shitak Taviyad. This Chacham, his name was Rabbi Avram ben Musa. Rabbi Avram ben Musa lived in the 1600s. He was a great um, mind, a Kabbalist as well. Uh, one time he was in the city of Fez and he didn't like the, uh, there was a, the, the wife of the general was very mean to the Jews. So he, he made some type of klala on her that her breath is going to smell. And she was trying all types of cures until they came to him. Can you cure? And he says, if she promises not going to harm the Jews anymore, I'll cure her. He cured her, but she suspected that it was him who did it in the first place. He had to run away. He ran away to Tunisia. Uh, that's he started. He started bringing Kabbalah to Tunisia. There, he was nifter there, and he, him and his talmidim were buried in the city of Tunis. They tried to move his kever for railroad tracks about a hundred years ago. And there's an article in the in English. You could take a look at the article that it says that they tried to move it. Something happened to the people when they tried to move the kever there. There, there accident them, and then they they got killed in a freak accident. And his kever is in middle of the city of Tunis, in inside a rent-a-car shop. Inside, a, I have pictures of it. It's inside a rent-a-car shop in the middle of Tunis, in the back. And uh, we try to be careful. The Jews try to be careful that that, that stays intact. So Rav Avram ben Musa. Rav Avram ben Musa had hit, had a writing on Masechet Yoma that was never published. It was quoted many, many, many times in the Sefer Siyach Yitzchak, but it was never published. So somebody came up to me, he says he wants to publish it, and I assisted in, 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 in publishing it. And I was learning at the time with a good friend of mine. His name is, uh, his name is, uh, Mr. Wanunu in Toronto. And during that time, his son, 22 year old, had an asthma attack. It took 40, it took a long time for the paramedics to get there. And, um, he became brain dead, unfortunately. Yeah. Very, very sad. Just that around that time, Canada put out a law, socialized medicine, 
that they have the right to pull the plug. They have the right to pull the plug. They don't have to consult with uh, the patient as much. It's taking resources. They feel that the person is dead according to their criteria. They're pulling out the plug. Obviously, this flies against our principles that we don't determine when a person passes away. Hashem does. And the whole Jewish community rallied and did not let Netanel Wanunu uh, die. I remember I visited him in the hospital a few times. It was vegetable, very sad. But the whole community went to court and when the, when the judge saw that, he backed down. He said, okay, I'm not starting up with this case. And they let him live. He was nifter eventually in Adar, Chaf Aleph Adar, the 21st of Adar. And we decided that we were going to put out the Sefer in his memory, which was um, being printed by the printer. And the printer calls me up, he says, do you know that in your introduction you wrote that Rav Avram ben Musa passed away, the 21st of Adar? So Netanel Wanunu, who was supposed to, according to Canadian law, they were they were said, we're going to intervene, we're going to take away the plug. We said, no, no, we fought. When was he nifted? When he was supposed to die. When was he supposed to die? The same yard site as Rav Avram ben Musa, which was the 21st of Adar. Could you believe it? It happens to be my birthday as well. So... So this uh, this was a, uh, a tremendous, we'll call it in, uh, in French, it's called a clin d'oeil, it's called a wink of an eye that a Kaddish Baruch Hu gives. He says, you went through a very hard time with this boy passing away, but I'm here. I'm watching over you. There are people who really go off the derech because they don't understand how could it be that there are terrible things that happen in the world. And it is hard. But if we use our Pesach properly and we build our Pesach focusing on Imuna. Emuna, Emuna, and seeing how Hashem runs the world, we'll be able to put the pieces together and we'll be able to see a cohesive picture that will carry us through Chas V'Sholem times that we should never see. But if we ever see some dark times, it'll be able to carry us through because we know that there's a bigger picture involved. You've just experienced another Torah class brought to you by TorahAnytime.com.